The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything that you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads, ensure that you can take on any adventure. Available H-Track all-wheel drive so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. I've been so pumped to take a couple of friends with our road bikes to some of the trails nearby, and now I can bring the entire crew, my dog, and all of our gear with that third row. Learn more about the new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Na, 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 come on! On this episode of the Heat Check, it's a little update on the New York Knicks. I know it's a back-to-back Knicks sort of situation, but we have new tea, new updates, and boy, they just keep keep on keeping on with that whole uh, giving up 25-point-plus leads. Might be time to panic. We also finally put a little respect on the Boston Celtics just in time for them to lose to the Detroit Pistons. <laughs> The worst team in the NBA. I'm kidding, sort of, you know. But on that note, drop that beat. So last episode, we broke down the inexplicable decisions. Well, decisions, yes. By the New York Knicks to stand pat at the trade deadline. No one knows why. No one. Since then, shit has continued to go off the rails. On Saturday, Knicks blow a 23-point lead in the second half to my Blazers, getting outscored by a 35-11 to in the fourth quarter. We talked about that on Monday. How it's possible to score just 11 points in a quarter against one of the worst teams in the NBA defensively is a mystery to me, beyond me. And then, and then against the trash-ass Oklahoma City Thunder, top, bottom two, bottom two team in the league, missing their two best players, by the way, in Shea, Gilgis Alexander, and Lou Dort, completely out of the game, uh, they blew an 11-point second-half lead and lost in overtime to the, again, Oklahoma City Thunder with no Shea and no Dort. How, Sway? How? I don't know. And, oh, yes, Tibbs tried to call a timeout late in the game and got teed up because he pulled a Chris Webber. Didn't have... Did not have a timeout, which is a bit of a problem. It's a Mike McCarthy situation here, folks. Like, what are you doing, my guy? And that was a bit of a problem considering um, that was a tie game at the end of regulation. And then, last night, they were up 28 points against the Nets. Yeah, net 28 at the crib. 
to the Brooklyn Nets only to lose handily to a team that did not have Kevin Durant, that did not have Kyrie Irving, did not have Ben Simmons, did not have, of course, James Harden because he's been traded. Cam Thomas, 27th pick in the draft, went absolutely bananas, shooting tween-tween from 30, step back, no defense on Cam. He had 16 points in the fourth quarter alone. It is officially a sweat, a panic at and within MSG. Not only as the garden, as the umbrella, as the corporate structure that owns the Knicks. This team is 3-13 and in the last 16 games. Sinking, <laughs> sinking down the Eastern Conference standings. Everyone is struggling from Evan Fournier, who, like I've always been saying, shows up once every three games, to Kemba Walker, who's consistently in the doghouse, to Emmanuel Quickly, who over his past 17 games is shooting just 26.8% from the field and 23.9% from three. How bad is this, you might ask me? Well, bad enough to write multiple segments on them in a week, but (laughs) old man Thibodeau, who is wed to running his starters out there 40 minutes plus a game, has just said he is committed to playing the youth, to going with the youths. He said this, we've got a young team that can get better, and that's where we have to concentrate. Get these guys better. Look, Mitchell's development, R.J. Barrett's development, Quentin Grimes' development, Emmanuel Quickly, Obi Toppin, that's where our focus is, right? And Julius is still young and can still grow. Sure sounds like this is now a wrap for the season. When you're talking about the youths and developing the youths, especially when your name is Tom Thibodeau, who's like basic ethos for coaching is fuck them kids. (laughs) Like I'm running out Taj Gibson. I'm running out D-Rose in crunch time. When he's talking about Quentin Grimes, who's a very good young player, but he's talking about the youths in a way that is completely counter to his identity as a coach. And that's how you know the season is a cooked, it's a wrap. He's literally like, all right, we're going to just see who we have here. See what we have. Notice he didn't say Cam Reddish at all in that mix. Uh, Who they traded for. This year is now all about assessing who can be the future instead of who is here that can help you right now. Because it's very clear, no one's here that can help you right now. Otherwise, they wouldn't be 3-13 and in their last 16 games, and they wouldn't have blown eight straight 20-point game leads. You know? And so now all of this has been fodder for the New York Papers to sound off on what's the deal with Tibbs. Is his butt medium hot? Super hot, burning, is he almost out the door? What's happening? This is the man, folks, who is your 2021 Coach of the Year. How could he actually be on the hot seat? Well, 
Is he actually on the hot seat? I don't know. New York Post seems to think he might be. In my viewpoint, I mean, like, it's the Post. Anyway, in my viewpoint, well, considering Tom Thibodeau is on a five-year deal. He got hired to a five-year deal right when he was brought on board. Immediate. He is there under contract, getting paid, unless he gets fired for cause through 2025. And Dolan, not a huge fan of having multiple guys on the books at the same time. (laughs) Just simultaneous guys on the payroll, he's not a huge fan of. One thing for sure, though nothing is a certainty in this business. You know, just ask the Brooklyn Nets, whether they thought James Harden would blow this thing up in less than 12 months' time. Which is now why, how you know things are bad, how you know that anything could change at any given moment with this club, is that we're now getting Derrick Rose injury updates about the fact that he's coming back right away. He's here. He's coming back right after All-Star break, folks. Everything's okay. Everything. Once D. Rose is back, he's going to rate the ship. I was like, that's a strange time to put out an injury update on a guy we haven't heard about in the last three months. Have not heard one peep, and now it's like, D. Rose is coming back. He will be back. Should Tibbs be the one that is primarily held responsible for the Knicks' issues? Probably not. Who should be held responsible for the issues of the Knicks? Well, that is a longer discussion for another day. And I don't have that time right now. We've got to give the Celtics their flowers. And that's the next segment, folks. That's with me. Let's talk about the hottest team in basketball up until last night when they got beaten by the Detroit Pistons. Boston Celtics, hottest team in the association right now. And we've seen like a little bit of a transformation. So it's time I have to give you guys your flowers. Um, And the change has been remarkable, I would say. And of course, credit to me, I have to and will always acknowledge when I'm wrong. But like I wasn't really wrong before because they would go on these four-game winning streaks and then they'd lose seven. They'd win two and then lose four. They'd just up and down and up. And I was like constantly last year apologizing and then recanting the apology and then apologizing again. And then I was like, you know what? Maybe that's the identity of this team. Maybe all they are is just a roller coaster. Maybe they're one of the most inconsistent teams with a ton of potential that is going absolutely nowhere. And that is exactly what happened, which is why Brad Stevens departed and a new general came into town. This year, they win eight in a row, and then, checks notes, loses to the Detroit Pistons the day I'm writing a segment for the next episode. Worst team in the NBA, folks, so how much has really changed? I'm kidding, I'm kidding. They actually are a good team, I think, this year. They really did lose the Pistons, but somehow, some way, it feels different. I don't actually see a four-game losing streak coming. I don't see a skid coming. So the question for folks to think about is twofold. When did the Celtics become a different team? And more importantly, why? Why? 
The when question I have identified. It is easy to answer. Numerous times this season, Udoka has called out the Celtics for publicly excoriating, really, for lacking effort and for being soft, like you are soft. And particularly after a terrible loss to the Knicks on January 7th, this is what Ime said. It was rock bottom January 7th. So like less, a little more than a month ago. This is what he said. It's lack of mental toughness to fight through adverse times. And it's across the board. (laughs) It's a turnover here. It's a bad shot there. It's a missed defensive assignment here. Several missed rebounds tonight. And so all of this seemed bad at that time. And it came to a head following a terrible loss to the Philadelphia 76ers, which you might not remember. Troel Embiid remarked after the game why the Celtics were so easy to beat and I thought I would play that clip for you. Uh, if you compare, uh, you know, uh, tonight from the other night, uh, you know, it's kind of easier to guard. Um, you know, Charlotte, they moved the ball extremely well. And, you know, they had shooters all over the place and they made a bunch of jump shots. Um, obviously, um, you know, Boston is more of, a, more of an ISO every team. Uh, so he kind of... Um, becomes easier to kind of load up and trying to stop him and you know I thought Tis and you know guys you know uh, we challenge our perimeter guys uh, to contain the ball and I think they did that tonight. Just casual he didn't even like clown them really he was just like listen uh Charlotte they're just a better team truthfully like they have shooters they Move the ball really well. They've got them all over the place. They make a bunch of jump shots. Boston, I mean, they're just, he just said it so chill. Like, Boston, they're just an ISO heavy team. Everybody knows that. Uh, so it becomes easier to load up and try to stop them. And guys like Matisse Thibel, it's like work when uh, you know Jason Tatum's going to go dribble, 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 30 footer. Like, you know, it's pretty easy when we know what he's going to do, which is not. Pass the ball. He drug them out back and laid their corpse on the street, and he drove over them without even meaning to. He said that so matter-of-fact. And cue the Jordan meme. The Celtics caught note of that presser, and they took that personally. And something at that very moment apparently clicked in the Boston locker room because since that game, they've been winning. And there's one reason we can identify that they have become so much better pretty much overnight. Besides their defense, passing. Just passing the ball. It's unusual how just cutting without the ball, passing said ball around till you get an open look can help you win games. Somehow, some way, Ime Udoka has gotten the Celtics to do the one thing that they haven't done in the last three years as well as earlier this year. In his introductory presser, Udoka said, you know, under Brad Stevens, that we're among the worst in the NBA for assists that year, that we are going to play team basketball. And he's fought tooth and nail and clawed and tried carrots and tried sticks, tried a blend of carrots and sticks and found out a way, okay, it's not just me. Maybe Joel Embiid needs to say some mean things. In other words, Joel being like, all they do is ISO, 
which everyone knows. Like, this is not a new concept. We all know that that's what Boston Celtics have been doing. But Joel Embiid said it just so casual, and I think it just hit different. Hit different. And all of a sudden, they started to share the rock. Yudoka says, I think that the Celtics, this team, are embracing being playmakers, helping everyone else score, and it is pleasing to me and noticeable when we play that way. Turnovers are down, assists are up, because we're just getting rid of the ball. And that's why they're winning. And that loss to the Pistons. You can identify and make sense because you realize in that game they had no Marcus Smart and they had no Robert Williams. Two guys that have been very instrumental to this team identity shifting. And because they're buying into Emae's ideas, I think this team is not the same as previous years. Also, they did go back to ISO basketball when they lost to the Detroit Pistons last night. So it just goes to show you there's about a one-to-one correlation between ISO and L's. Here's another reason I think they're different. The Celtics played the Sixers again for the first time since Embiid absolutely excoriated them publicly and very casually in mid-January. And exactly almost one month later, this time they played them in Philadelphia earlier this week. Udoka gave them all of the pregame motivation that they needed, showing that quote from Embiid about it being easier to defend the Celtics than the Hornets, which the Hornets are not like some world beater. They're a decent team. Uh, But Yudoka said it stood out to me when he said it. I bet it did. I bet it did. He's like, listen, you see, everyone knows what you're going to do. Bet it did. So the Celtics went out and just took a baseball bet to the Sixers. They won by 48 points. Sheesh! And the Sixers were fully healthy at that time. I cannot believe this, but they held Philly to 87 points. The remarkable number, though, is that they only scored 57 points in a full three quarters. The Charlotte Hornets score 57 points sometimes in a quarter and change. What? Three quarters, 57 points. They held Embiid to just 19 points. They had to sit Embiid's ass down because he was getting such a bad beat down. That game was an L as soon as the tip came down. Like, what? He's only played 19 minutes, and he's averaging 34 points during the previous 25 games. Let me say it again for the folks in the back. Joel Embiid right now is averaging 34 points in the last 25 games. That was his lowest point total since prior to Christmas. We are here thawing snow right now. We are a long ways from Christmas. And according to the New York Times, Doc Rivers said he, and this is basically what the New York Times said about Doc Rivers. Doc Rivers, the coach of the 76ers, spent the game looking as though he were in line at the DMV. (laughs) After the game, Doc said, you can literally see the improvement of their ball movement. The old Boston is more ISOs. This Boston is driving and playing with each other, and that is what makes them so much tougher. No shit! Like, why is this a complicated concept? They've also been one of the most best defensive teams in the NBA, and they've just gotten better by adding Derek White, which, as a side road, kind of going back to the Knicks, like, this shows... This move shows that Brad Stevens is all in on Ime Udoka because Ime Udoka 
played for and learned under Greg Popovich, put a style of play in that San Antonio wrinkle and mode, and then they went out and got a fucking San Antonio spur to fit right into his system. You don't do that when the guy's locked down for another three to four years if you don't believe that this is the coach of your future. When you get players that do not fit with the style of coach that you have, that shows two things. You're either stubborn with a huge ego or you don't believe in that coach long term so you're getting other pieces that fit some other guy that may be there in the future. So that's actually a really good thing and shows that Ime and Brad are on the same page and all of a sudden Derek White just plugs right into the system being a better defender, doing everything that he knows works for where he just was. Have all the problems in Boston been fixed? No. I mean, you just saw you just saw what they can be, right? It's still a wonky roster. There are times that they revert back to their natural state. Like, their natural DNA is to just do a million dribbles and a contested step-back 20-footer. Or, when Marcus Smart is in the game, he literally brings the ball up and shoots from the top of three, nine seconds in the shot clock without passing to anyone, sometimes at crunch time, sometimes multiple times a game. So this is a team who has that propensity. If you can corral them and stop them from doing idiotic things like that, this team can be dangerous. Just ask the Sixers how capable the Boston Celtics are at beating the shit out of a team who was just the number one team in the East last year. So I would personally love, 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 love to see a first-round matchup between the Celtics and the Sixers, which would be fireworks for days and fodder for an Al Horford revenge situation too. Oh my God, I cannot wait. That's all the time that we have for the Heat Check. We'll be back Monday with a new episode. Please do not forget to download, subscribe. Please tell your friends and follow us on social at This Heat Check and at Trista Crick on TikTok. Thanks again. Picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road, any road, the steeper the better. Because my all new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.